by Riverside. Welcome back for another edition of Pick'em with Dan, Dave, and Mike. It's week four, but before we get started talking about week four, we're going to go back and look at some highlights from week three. The boys had a lot of great insight last week. We also had a few bad takes, but let's start with the good. Let's talk about how Dave predicted the Eagles game plan as they played the Buccaneers on Monday night. The totals are tough with Philly because it really depends what their game plan is. When they start running, like the last game versus the Vikings, I mean, they just chew that clock. They're not going to score much, but they're going to just – they just eat up the game, and all of a sudden it's the next quarter and literally like five minutes it feels like. When it came to the Bills and Commanders, a lot of people thought that that would be a much closer game based on how the Bills had started the season. Mike had a completely different take. Bills by a million here. But then we go to Kansas City. As we talked about the Bears and Chiefs, Dave's own team, the Chicago Bears, this is what Dave had to say. The Bears stink, and the Chiefs are going to explode this week. I'm thinking like 40 to 10, like not even close. The Bears are a dumpster fire. And it's so sad, I want to cry. With a final of 41-10, it's pretty damn close. But we also had one of our special parlays hit for the very first time. And it was the new one on the groove. Here's Mike with his drunk parlay of the week, in case you missed it. What about the drunk Mike bet of the the week? This week I have a plus 749 bet with no boosters. Um, we have, just like the Danda picks, I have Miami, uh, minus six and a half. I have the Bills, minus six and a half. I have the Eagles straight up, and I have the Bengals straight up. Um, so that is going to be $10 to win eighty four ninety two. With all good things, there's also bad. Let's go back to Kansas City for the Bears and Chiefs. This is what Dan had to say going into it. First off, I did call it a trap game alert, but I followed it up with this. Andy does not step on people's throats anymore. I can't remember the last time that a game was over going into the fourth quarter at Arrowhead. But the hottest hot take of the week comes from Dave, and it's with the Broncos and Dolphins in Miami. All right, we're here. Oh, we found the hot take. Yeah, we found the hot take. I'm going to say Russ is cooking. Russ is cooking. (laughs) That will be the line of the century in a 70 to 20 loss. Oh, shit. He was cooking in that sun (laughs) on the sidelines. (laughs) Dave, you got any follow-up to that? Apologies? Anything? Uh, I just gotta admit that, like you guys talked about, you guys must have been right about that sunlight hitting them all game, and I don't know, man. That was pretty embarrassing. That was hilarious, though. That was great for the show. Yes, it was. All right, so last week's records, I went 7-13, and 13, overall record of 14-24. and 24. 
Wait, 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 wait. You went 7, 4, 13. Yes, 7, 4, 13. Okay. Not 7 and 13. Okay. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Mike, you were 6 for 10. Okay. 13 for 21. For the season? For the season. That's pretty damn good. And the first parlay hit of the year. Dave, 5 for 11. 7 for 21 for the season. Ooh. Much better week, though. Five wins instead of two. Yeah, I'd take so, that. We're on the right track. We're moving on up. Me and Mike over 50% for the season. Mike over 60%. But, boys, we're moving. Dave, you're still the fade champion. <laughs> That's Dave my job. calling the Bears game, though. Jeez. I wonder I mean, what that would have paid if you bet that. If you actually bet the 41 to 10. Uh, pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Those exact scores are normally four-digit odds. Yeah. But today we are recording on Thursday, which means we get to talk about Thursday night football. And this actually should be a decent one compared to prior Thursday night slates. That's why we don't record on Thursdays normally. Because the game that night is trash. <laughs> but tonight, an NFC North matchup. Detroit at Green Bay, both teams 2-1. and one. Detroit favored by a point and a half, 46 being the total. I'm going to let Mike start on this one. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I don't think Green Bay is good still. Uh, I said it last week. I still don't think that they know who they are. Jordan Love's been playing decent. Um, but if you look at this game, it's in Lambeau. Right, Detroit's already gone to Kansas City on prime time, first game of the year, proved themselves. I think Detroit has a much better team than what Green Bay does. I think Green Bay's played a week soft schedule so far this year. Um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna take Detroit minus one and a half, and I'm pretty confident about that one. Dave. Uh, yeah, I'm on the uh, same page as Mike here. Exactly. Uh, Detroit minus one and a half. Um, like he said, you know, they went into KC. They kind of have that experience already. Uh, Green Bay did get a nice win last week, but it really wasn't pretty until the last quarter. I mean, they, they came out of nowhere to win that game. Derek Carr got hurt. Uh, Jordan Love has not played bad. He's not been amazing. He hasn't turned the ball over, really. I think he had his first pick last week, but... Um, he's kind of getting the job done for him. The only saving grace is maybe Aaron Jones is getting back in there for him, but it really doesn't matter to me. I think uh, Hutchinson's going to have a big game, and I see Detroit winning by, uh, you know, at least a field goal here. Yeah, the the Packers last week, 18-17 uh, to 17 win. Very ugly. Uh, Carr getting hurt probably did save that game. Detroit... Uh, Handled Atlanta pretty well, 20-6 to six in that game. And I think we're all on the same page here. Detroit minus one and a half. I was expecting this line to be closer to the three to four. I think it being in Lambeau drove that down. But it's not cold yet in Lambeau. I mean, this should still be a very good weather football game. One thing I will say, though, is the Packers fans do believe in this team this year. Um, they do every year. I know they do. 
but I think last week was a moment for Jordan and Love um, with "Hey, this is my team." I think the Lambo crowd is going to be rocking. So I think it gets. I think it stays tight till the end. All right, it should be a good football game. First, real good one I can think of on Thursday night outside the opener. Granted, it's only week four. We have football all day on Sunday. Woo! We have Atlanta at Jacksonville, even though it's in London. It is a Jacksonville home game. 8.30 a.m. Central Time on ESPN+. Plus. So many different avenues to watch a football game this season. You've got ESPN+, Plus, so you have to have that streaming. You'll have a playoff game on Peacock, plus Amazon, and the normal Fox, ESPN, CBS. It's a lot of places to watch football. It's a little bit crazy. Jacksonville is favored by three. 43 is the total, and that one, Atlanta is two and one. Jacksonville, one and two. A couple Bad losses in a row. Realistically, they could have beat the Chiefs in that game. Didn't score a touchdown. And then last week, got beat by the Texans. Handled. 37-17. to Still love my Jacksonville boys, though. Atlanta's not quite ready. Division matchup here. Jacksonville, minus three, but the under is what I'm taking as well. Dave? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville here. I'm going to go soft, though. I'm just going to go money line. I know you aren't a fan of that, but uh, this team has been kind of disappointing so far. I mean, they obviously played the Chiefs. That's a tough matchup, but the Chiefs were sloppy. Uh, I ended up getting the job done. I haven't actually watched much of their like games and stuff, but uh, just, I mean, last week was disappointing. I mean, uh, give it to C.J. Stroud. He's playing really good right now. I mean, they came out. They had that, that return I saw. They kind of just controlled that game from the start. Uh, so I'm hoping to kind of see Jacksonville start up their season right now in week four and kind of hopefully rebound and get going towards the end of the year. In Goldilocks, we trust. Mike? The AFC South sucks. <laughs> the, Colts, the Colts being on top at two and one right now, with the Texans, Jags, and Titans being at one and two. Uh, I w- I was gonna say that I felt like this was a must-win game for the Jags to make sure that they keep trekking towards the playoffs this year. But I still think if they lose, they still are gonna make it to the playoffs because the division's so awful. Um. Don't think Atlanta is that good. I think Ritter's still young. Um, when they have Bijan as their running back, who's looked pretty good this year. Um, their first experience in London, where the Jags have played in London. I think they played either last year or the year before. The Jags play every year there. They have an agreement yeah. to yeah. play every year yeah. at least one home game in Jacksonville. Yeah. So I think with that being said, they're going to be a lot more comfortable. Um, and I'm. I'm going to go with the minus three. I don't need to go with money line day. We're going to get it over the three, bud. 
Jacksonville is in London two weeks in a row. Just FYI on that one. They're, they're staying an extra week this week. So much drinking. Right. This one, if there was flexing that could happen this early, Jeez. it should have been this one. But it's not. Noon game, CBS, Miami at Buffalo. Beautiful division matchup there. Two teams that have played each other very close the last couple of years. I have a lot to say about this one, but I'll let you guys go first. Dave, kick us off. Oh, yeah, I mean, give it to Miami. They've looked unbelievable, especially on the offensive side of the ball this year. I mean, it just it's incredible. Um, but in this game, I, I am going to go uh, Buffalo minus three. I think um, – you know, Miami's going to – I mean, I know they played uh, – who they played? New England in week two maybe or week three or no, week two. Their defense is decent. But uh, Buffalo's got a really nice defense. I'm going to see – hopefully they can hold up against this Miami offense. Um, and Josh Allen looking for him to have a big game. It should just be a good game. I don't have much to say here. I just think Buffalo's still the better team. Uh, Miami's shown a lot offensively. But against this defense, maybe that will uh, – Slow, slow him down a little bit. All righty. Mike? Ooh. Like you said, I wish that this was a Monday Night Football game. Uh, to, that it's on noon on Sunday. Uh, checked out the weather forecast. Clear skies, 75 degrees. It's no, football, baby. No rain in sight. Two powerhouses. I have that spidey sense that Tua does not make it through this game. I don't I don't want to jinx it and throw it out in the universe. But I think that defense is going to be all over that ass. You traded Tua yesterday in our fantasy league. I know. Is this the brain rattle game? <laughs> I got Waddle. He's not going anywhere, even though he was in concussion protocol last week. <laughs> Uh, but no, with that being said, I, I do think that the Bills win this one, um, but I'm, I'm not going to go with that line. I, I'm just going to go with the over here. Uh, last time they played in December, I think it was a 31 to 27 or 31 to 28 game. Um, so we're going to get a lot of points here, uh, regardless of what happens. Like I said, clear skies, uh, it, it's going to be fun. It is going to be a fun game. I wish it wasn't at noon. I wish it was a Sunday night game. But I think everyone will be watching. And uh, Josh Allen usually comes through in these situations. But let's just go with the over 54.5 on this one. 70 points was the most points scored in a football game since 1966. When the commander scored 72. McDaniels was nice. He didn't kick the field goal at the end to hit 73. He had two in the game with 63 points, Danda. Was he nice? He was nice. Okay. He didn't rub it in. Okay. 350 yards on the ground last week. There's 726 yards last week. Is more yards than the Tennessee Titans have had all season. That's that's crazy. Embarrassing for Tennessee. We'll talk about that shortly. 
The Bills, though, on the other hand, handled Washington 37-3 to last week. Josh Allen's looked a little off, though. He's averaging 242 a game. He's normally over that 300 mark. The Bills have looked a little bit off. This will be an explosion, though, for both teams. I, you're not going to see 70 again. I'm getting vibes of Rams Chiefs on Monday night a few years ago. 51 to 49. Yeah, just gut punches to defenses. I don't think this is the brain rattle game for Tua, though. I'm going to take Miami minus three and the over in this one. You're taking Miami plus three. Or plus three. Plus three. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. Of course. But that's going to be a hell of a football game. Yeah, it is. I'll definitely be watching that one on Sunday. Dave, I hate to do this to you, (laughs) but we still have to talk about them. Next one, a battle of 0-3 teams. Denver at Chicago. Denver, after getting throttled last week, is favored by three and a half. 45.5 being the total. I expected this one somewhere around 38. But, uh, Dave, go ahead. Yeah, not much to say here. Worst game on the slate. Um, Both teams suck. Russ sucks. Everyone in Chicago sucks. Um, Maybe Sean Payton sucks, too. Maybe there's something to that, too. Um, Not much to say here. In my notes, I just have in parentheses, trash. So that describes the game. Like we said, this game should be at 3 a.m. on (laughs) any other day of the week. Maybe maybe a Tuesday. my only positive note, and it's going against everyone, is yes, Fields has not been good, but I'm not quite done with them. I, I, I'm not quite done yet. I still think there's some coaching issues. Uh, he needs better pro- pocket presence, but um, they're playing a bad team. So this is my last, this is like his last test for me. So they just gave up 70. If we can't score 20 or more and he, you know, doesn't throw two or more picks, uh, I think we can maybe get this done. So I am going to ride my boys plus three and a half. Um, but I am more worried about our defense than our offense, which sounds really sad. But going back to the start of the show, you said, when's the last time a game's been over going into the fourth quarter? That fucking game was done in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah it was definitely done at half. I was watching Mike East left Peoria. Half. Oh, yeah, spit on somebody. So. <laughs> <laughs> Find this moment. <laughs> Thunderstruck got him. Oh jeez. <laughs> Mike, thoughts on Broncos and Bears? <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna go with. I think I'm just gonna go with Dave's pick for Chicago the rest of the year. He obviously knows that team really, really well, almost predicting the exact score from last uh, week. So he knows a lot more than I do about the Chicago Bears. I know about the Denver a little bit. I mean, they're both trash. But I'm going to go with Dave Spike here, and I might just follow him the rest of the year on Chicago. Can I predict the score again? Yeah, go ahead. Pick the score. 
Okay, I'm guessing uh, I haven't looked at the weather, but it's going to be nice here. Um, I'm going to go Broncos 27, Bears 26. Cool. Scoring? The defenses suck. I could go in there and score 14. (laughs) All three of us are on the Bears plus three and a half. Really think we could make this interesting, though, and say the loser gets relegated to the XFL. Might be good for that new beautiful stadium you're building. <laughs> Let's go on to a good football game. we got a couple of decent ones here and then another trash game that we're going to talk about. Washington at Philly. Noon on Fox. Philly favored by eight and a half. 43 and a half being the total in this football game. Washington has looked a lot better than they have in the in recent history. They're 2 and 1 this year. The Eagles are 3 and 0. Oh. These two teams play each other very tight. If you remember last year, what wrecked the undefeated season for the Eagles was the Commanders. They play each other very tight. Dave, you hit it right on the head last week. This is probably going to be another one that they're just going to try to run the ball and run out the clock, or the Eagles. But if they get behind, it's not going to be great. They are coming off a slightly shorter week with them having a Monday night game. But with these teams and how they play, it's hard for me to not take Washington plus 8.5 here. I think the Eagles will win but I think this is going to be a lot closer game than people think. Mike? Rinse and repeat of last week. Washington got blown out by Buffalo, who's a really, really good team. It was at Buffalo. This is at Philly. Rinse and repeat. Uh, Philly by double digits. Done. Dave? You're obviously high, Mike, but that's okay. Um <laughs> I am going to ride the Washington plus eight and a half as well with Danda. Um, like we talked about last week, they've looked better than we thought. Uh, Eric's come in and done a nice job with Sam Howell. Last week was maybe his worst game of his entire career. I saw that. Four picks, all that kind of stuff, whatever. That was his first big-time defense I think he played uh, of the year. So hopefully some good coaching you know, this week, get past that, learn from those mistakes. Eight and a half is a lot of points. We talk like that for any game in the National Football League. Um, so I'm hoping there's just a lot of – just a good week of practice for Washington. They should be able to keep this within a touchdown no matter what uh, the Eagles' game plan is. Um, it could be a pretty tight game, honestly. So I'm going to take Washington plus eight and a half. I want to change my pick. Oh, I'm kidding. All right. Just a battle of one and two teams. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Cincinnati is favored by 241 being the total. I want to let you all listen to these stat lines from last week's Titans-Browns games. The Browns throttled Tennessee 27-3. Tennessee in that football game had six first downs. No first downs rushing. 68 yards passing. 
26 yards rushing, 94 yards of total offense. They had more penalty yards against them. They were 8 for 80 than they did passing yards. Sheesh. That's embarrassing. This is a gift game if this is the team that shows up for the Bengals. The Bengals have not looked themselves, or they've not looked how they did last year so far. We saw glimpses of it in the fourth quarter on Monday. That was the first glimmer of an offense. But now, they go to Tennessee, favored by two. I'm going to take ten. I'm going to take Cincinnati minus two, and under forty-one points in that football game. Mike. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. I think Cincinnati started to <clears throat> kind of get it together on Monday uh, night football. At the end of the game, they started to click. Jamar obviously with an amazingly huge game. I think he had over 150, 160 yards. Joe Burrow started to look a little bit more like himself since his defense um, played really, really well. I'm with you. I think that this is going to be a more of a lower-scoring game. I'm not going to call the under on it. Um, but I am going to say that I just looking at Tennessee right now, D. Hopkins has to be thinking, what the hell did I do coming to Tennessee? Um, I, I don't even – like Tannehill played last week, but – Will he play this week? Are they going to throw in Malik? Like they got to do something different in Tennessee right now. That that franchise has way too high expectations to play as trashy as they do. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think in the end, the Bengals pull it out by three points. So I'm going to go with uh, minus two Bengals. Dave. Okay, this is our this is our our. Yes, we, we found are, it. We oh, are here. Boy. Press record. Listen closely. Okay. Russ Now the yeah. So Tannehill is going to cook. <laughs> okay. Whether it's him or All Russ, right. that's what's going to happen. Oh, we found. The- yeah. Um. I'm not going to take money line. I I think they're going to somehow keep it within two. So I'll take Tennessee plus two here. Um. But, I mean, it is, it's almost impossible to play as bad as they did last week. I mean, I've seen the Bears play so bad this year, and I don't know if they've reached that low of that stat line you just read off. Um, so I'm hoping maybe for a little rebound game here. I mean, Cincy hasn't looked great. I mean, they showed a little bit at the end of that game, but honestly, I still wasn't that impressed. Outside of Jamar, there wasn't that much. Uh, Burrow is hurt. You can see it the way he's playing. The ball's coming out in two seconds. He's not okay. He's doing a decent job, but he's not okay. His offensive line is very average right now. Um, and their defense has given up more points than I thought it had, would uh, all season. So I think if Tennessee at home can just, I don't know, man, just find something, Vrabel, whatever, maybe give him a couple spankings and get him going, uh, I don't know. But I'm going to take Tennessee plus two here. And it's an absolute just gut feeling. Like, I feel sick if I take Cincy. Is Derrick Henry cooking? I mean, I think he can rush for more than 14 yards. I saw he was like 
12 rushes for like nine yards at one point in that game. Yeah. Yeah, 20 total. Two fantasy points. God. Someone's going to cook, and it's going to get the job done. And it's in Tennessee. Let's go. I mean, honestly, has has the, the Bengals haven't looked good, even versus yeah. the Rams. The Rams should have won that game. Yes. You think I'm sick, but I'm really not. We have another battle of 0-3 teams. The Minnesota Vikings will travel to Carolina for another noon game on Fox. Minnesota favored by four here. 45 being the total. Minnesota lost their game last week due to poor clock management. How do you not call a timeout with a running clock in the red zone? You ran off way too much time. They gifted the Chargers that victory. They have played pretty good football. And for a team that was expected to win that division, I don't know what the hell's going on up there. This should be a good reset game for them, though. For me, this one's pretty simple. Carolina has not put anything together yet for me. So, Minnesota minus four. Pretty simple. If you can manage the clock at the end of the game, you should win this game. So, Dave, right back to you. All right, my first question is, is uh, Bryce Young playing or is he out this week and Dalton's playing? He, last I saw, he was expected to. Okay, because Dalton actually played really well last week. Right. Um... I'm just going to expect that Bryce Young is playing. Um, I think He's the line on this. Start. Okay. I mean, I thought he would. Um, the line on this game sucks. The total on this game sucks. I mean, it could go either way. Um, Carolina's defense has looked pretty good this year at times. So I'm hoping maybe they could slow down um, <laughs> Cousins. I don't know. He's playing unbelievable right now. It was good to see the Vikings get uh, Madison going a little bit, kind of change up their game plan. Uh, so I I really don't know what to think about this game. I think if Bryce Young plays, there won't be as many points. So I'm going to go under 45 and kind of looking at like a maybe like a 24 to 13 kind of game, Vikings winning. I do like that. I just worry we're – we're waiting for a breakout game by JJ, where he gets a couple quick tutties. They start moving on. The Vikings can't explode. Okay, we don't see off, that explosiveness out of Carolina. Before you go, is is that how good he is now that the games this year aren't breakout games? I haven't seen anything crazy. Plus, I completely Justin missed it, Jefferson, which I could have. Yeah. 149, 159, and 150. In three games. <laughs> okay, he clearly, I'm not game. watching enough Minnesota. I was going to say, I, I mean, like, he's that good. Clip that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mike. <laughs> All right. So, 
I was actually talking about this with my brother-in-law last year and at the end of the season with Minnesota and how many like one possession games that they had, how many games went down to the wire, how many games were one or two point games where they came on on top. I think they were like 11 and two in like games that were on like three points or less. So this is the same Minnesota team that we saw last year. The only difference is, is that they're just not winning at the end. I mean, it's the exact same team. Uh, with that being said, Minnesota is going to go in and dick punch Carolina right in the forehead. <laughs> and they are going to take out all of their fat aggression out on Carolina this, this week. And, and Minnesota is going to dominate. And I am definitely taking Minnesota minus four, 100%. Carol, Carolina is awful. Um, they lost to, what, Atlanta, who's awful. Um, they lost to New Orleans, who's decent, um, and Seattle, and yeah, so they they suck. So that's my take. So that one's going to be clipped either way. It's either going to be on the positive or the negative side. Can't wait. Our game of the week: the New England Patriots will be in Jerry's world. Minus six and a half. Dallas is favored. Forty-three being the total. I hate the Cowboys, but I'm throwing out last week's game against the Cardinals. Dak was seeing ghosts for some reason in that football game. <laughs> New England's defense is good. You're not going to see a lot of scoring, I don't think, in that defense. Dan Quinn will get figured out, and they will rebound. Dallas, not ready to quite give up on them yet, but that's a pretty good football team. New England, not really there offensively. That game that they had versus the Jets last week, 15-10, to 10, we were watching that as we were tailgating, unfortunately, because our internet wasn't working, and that's what was on the local station here. That was pathetic. So, Dallas minus 6.5 is my pick in this one. Dallas gets back on track, and we're just going to ignore that Arizona game. Mike? Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't clip anything about Arizona last week. I'm ignoring it. Okay, because I remember Dave just just saying Dobbs that we were delusional, and high, and Dobbs wasn't going to be able to get more than like three yards. And Russ is okay. Took Let's the cake. not go that far. I did say that was Dobbs going to score more than three points on that defense, but. <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, Dallas wins here. Uh, New Eng- if this was in New England, I would actually take New England um, money line, or I'm sorry, not money line, but points. Um, Dallas has a bounce back game, and uh, they win by a 7 plus all day long here. Um, New England just can't put up the points that Dallas can, and uh, Dallas will put up points this week. Dave? Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit of how Mike sounded about Miami here last week. Um, Dallas by a million, okay? It's a rebound game for them. Uh, New England basically has no downfield presence on offense every time I watch them. They throw it down the field, it never connects or it's never open. He's he's hit that boring guy a couple times, but... You really just got to crunch the front. And I mean, it's going to be Stevenson and Zeke is starting to get more touches. Uh, so if they can just stop the run, this game's going to get out of hand quick, I think. 
Um, obviously, Dak is back home where there's no ghost in the, in the end zone. Uh, so there shouldn't be any issues there. Uh, he sees his own colors. Uh, he's, he's, his colors are blue, gray, and white, if he didn't know that. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go Dallas by at least two tutties here, look, thinking maybe 17 to 20. Um, and if they don't, then they really are worse than I thought. So For Sunday Night Football, I am so happy that the rest of the world finally sees what we've seen, Mike. Travis Kelsey is finally on the map. (laughs) It was actually kind of neat to see Taylor Swift at the game. She was six sections over from us, up with Mama Kels, and reports are she will be in New York this week as well. I heard that. I mean, it is where she lives. I kind of expect that one over her being in KC. But if that was really a thing. So much media attention. I don't want to bring more to that. It was just a fun storyline this week in a game that was absolute dog shit versus the Bears. So let's play another dog shit team. Chiefs at the Jets. Chiefs favored by 9.5. 41.5 being the total in this game. I'm just going to take minus 9.5. I really wanted to take the over and thought the Chiefs could get it alone. But the Jets have a decent defense, and I can't trust Zach Wilson to put up 10. So, I don't have a lot to say. I I was really excited for this game when it could have been Rodgers. Now that it's not, uh, are we going to go to bed early again, Mike? No. No? No, we'll watch it through. You're not going to leave at half? No, I'll be drinking in my garage. <laughs> Mike, what are your thoughts on this one? I think that the Chiefs get up by 14. The Jets get some trash points at the end. That is nine and a half points. I think I think the Jets do have a really, really good defense. I think they try to keep it close. But to your point, Zach Wilson is just not going to be able to generate any points with that team. The only chance that the Jets have is if they are able to actually run Dalvin. Dalvin? Dalvin and uh, Brees, mm-hmm. uh, that's the only way they have a chance, um, is if they're able to get their, their running game going. Um, but I still think it's the Jets' defense is legit. It's in New York. I think Kelsey does have a big game. Uh, there's something to be said about your girlfriend coming to watch you. I feel like it increases your your uh, testicular fortitude there. So, um I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go Jets nine and a half. I think the 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 Chiefs win or the Chiefs are winning by double digits until the very end. So, but uh, Jets get some trash points in the end. Did you just say testicular fortitude? Yes, he did. Okay. Well, uh, well, Zach Wilson has none of that, so um, (laughs) I am going to continue to. Stay away from that. Honestly, the hot take in the NFL right now should be Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Who are you taking with with your life on the line here? You, you might Take just die. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, you're probably going to die. Anyway, let's keep it uh, PG. Um, yeah, Zach Wilson, I, I, I'm going to take the under here 41 and a half. I think it's going to be the entire public bet. I don't care. 
He hasn't shown us that he can put up a legit 10 points, like Dan said. Uh, hopefully, Andy goes back to, you know, we just blew a team out. Let's not run the score up this week. Let's put up our 30, and they score three and call it a day. You know, one of those kind of games. Uh, I feel bad for the Jets. This game would have been really cool to see with, with Rodgers playing. Uh, and that defense is really good. They're just on the field too much right now. They're probably exhausted. That's why they're giving up some mm-hmm. points when they probably wouldn't. Uh, but this should be, you know, a little – it should hit the under, I think. And uh, when is Zach Wilson going to get uh, the kaboot? Could be any time now. Let's talk about the Swifty effect. This ticket was actually fairly a decent price before she showed up at Arrowhead last week. Now prices have skyrocketed, especially since the reports came out yesterday that she was planning to attend. Travis Kelsey's jersey sales up 400% since Sunday. Added 300 and something thousand followers on Instagram. And 24 and a half million people watched that awful game that Fox turned off at half. That's the T-Swizzle effect. Also have over a million subscribers on their podcast now. Yes. Swifties. Swifties. It, it's, it's crazy. There was women crying in our section when the, it started showing up on Twitter. She was there. Was anybody wearing any diapers, too? No. <laughs> That's so No, Mike up. probably needed one. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. There's people wearing diapers to her concerts. Oh, so that actually makes sense because it's like four hours long. Yeah, they don't want to miss a second, so they just shit their pants. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, real, real, real great. Monday Night Football at Seattle will be at the Giants. Doubleheader at MetLife. Again, that's twice this year they've done that. Giants favored by one in this game. Don't know how. 47 is the total. New York's O-line is garbage. Seattle is a much better team in this football game. Uh, Seattle plus one for me. Dave? Yeah, this game is uh, interesting here. Uh, I don't know how the Giants are favored, I guess, by a point. Is Saquon playing? Is that why? He's still day-to-day. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be ready yet. Either way, uh, the Giants haven't showed anything this year. Yes, they came back and beat the was it the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, their defenses look terrible too, So and so is Seattle. So I'm going to take the over 47. Uh, it's just going to be Geno. Going after it with Mr. Daniel Jones, the superstar. Uh, I see at least 50 points here. And um, if I were – actually, you can give me a Seattle money line as well because I, I, I just – I hate the Giants. So Over 50? Oh, yeah. Danny Dimes going to throw up some points? He's starting Mike? to play better. No, he's not going to. <laughs> he's not going to throw up points. No one's going to throw out points in this one. This is going to be a, a 20-17 to 17 game. 
though. I doubt it goes over 45. Um, I'm going to take the under all day long on this one. I don't You're... think either one of these teams are really that good. I think Seattle's actually played a little bit better than what I thought they were. They lost their first game and come back-to-back victories. I think the Giants have underperformed. I thought the Giants would actually be a pretty decent team. Uh, to your point, Dan, um, Saquon is still day-to-day. Without Saquon, they have no chance in hell. So, um, under. Mike. Yes, sir. I, I'm just very bothered and confused right now. Um, Seattle put up how many points versus the Lions before overtime? 30, I think. And you don't think they can score at least 24 points-ish, 27 points versus the Giants? I don't see the Giants throwing up points. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's Danny Dimes. He's got a rush Penny. for a hundy. If, okay, when so I, if you know I, that Danny Dimes is basically going to throw every single down, you can rely on him either throwing a pick or trying to run, and, like, yeah, he's decent at running, but without a running game, Danny Dimes absolutely is horrible. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying he's great, but whatever. This will be good for the show next week. Someone's going to be right. Yeah, Someone's well, going to look like an idiot. So. We're on to our parlays and the sicko teaser of the week. I'm getting closer with the crazy parlay of the week, but we've got another one that I think you're going to like. I think there's only one leg you won't like, Mike. Okay. It is plus 1052. Let's go. Tampa Bay money line. Eagles money line. Cowboys money line. Chiefs money line. And Miami money line. Uh, Dave does not like the Miami part, huh? No. That's the part I love. Good luck, though. So you think Tampa Bay is going to beat New Orleans straight up? No. Yeah. Well, yes. is Carr playing? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Carr may actually, be playing. Might be playing. He's got a sprained AC joint. You said no. You can't play that quick with a sprained AC joint at a high level. He's he's Derek Carr, bro. I'm more more concerned about that bet than I am the Miami bet, to be honest with you. Is that Jason? Tampa Bay, baby. Okay. Mike, do we have a follow-up to last week? We do. Um, so let me just remind everyone, I almost hit my four-legger in week one, damn Seattle, and overtime. Totally hit my four-legger last week. Super proud of that, because uh, it is fun, the, the folks that, you know, listen to the show, it's fun to throw them a cool bet, and hopefully maybe a couple of people followed, because I want some money. Um, so this, this week is going to be a really soft one. It's only a uh, plus 516. Um, I got Lions straight up over the pack. I got the Bengals straight up over the Titans. Got the Chargers straight up over the Raiders. And we got the Cowboys straight up. All four doable games, um, and it comes out to plus 616 before bonus. Just remember, DraftKings, 
Always gives you that 50% bonus. You can turn that plus 600 into like a plus 850. Are we That's trying to get a DraftKings sponsorship? Uh, yeah, isn't DraftKings our... That's who we use until they quit doing that 50%. They do normally run that first 50% through about week four. So, if history is like anything, we've got one more week with it. Is it out yet this week? Uh, yes. Okay. I believe so. I have, yeah, I believe. I believe it is. Sicko teaser. Okay. Uh, first of all, I just had a thought. About he said Mike's talking about the people who listen to the show. Hopefully they won some money. Let's be honest. I think I've won people more money from them fading my picks than your guys' picks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm team fade. Just want to put that out there uh, for the listeners. If you, this is your first time, please fade my picks. You'll do very well. Okay. Uh, sicko teaser of the week. This is yet to hit again, and it's a teaser, not even, you know, something like a crazy parlay. Anyway, uh, teaser plus 229, uh, seven and a half point teaser. We're getting a lot extra here. We're going to go Houston plus 10 and a half versus Steelers. CJ Stroud has looked really good. I expect that to continue. Uh, Washington plus 15 and a half. That's a lot of points for a decent football team. Uh, 49ers minus six and a half. That's my only sketchy one. I know they're playing Arizona coming off and high, but I, I, I think they're going to set them straight with the defense. Uh, KC minus two because Zach Wilson has no testicular fortitude. And, uh, Seattle plus seven and a half because they're just better. So there, there's the sicko teaser of the week, and I believe it'll be the first hit. Let's go, Dave. All right, gentlemen. Week four is in the books. It's been fun. But uh, with that, I think it's time to go. Mm -hmm.